This week on the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, it's all about the music. Leave the damn drama at the door. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this new... Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You got Mike. You got Jay. We're flying alone, but I think we got a hot topic to talk about amongst ourselves good one. this week. So before we get into this week's discussion, a uh, quick shout out. So much love. Thank you, Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands and Town for everything you do to to support us and, and share the Music Biz Weekly podcast with everyone. It means so much to us. And of course, thank you to our sponsor, discmakers.com. If you're a musician and you've been thinking of launching your next album as digital only, Disc Makers has created an offer just for you. Get 100 CDs and custom printed jackets for just $149. At this price, there's no risk to try CDs. CD jackets are lightweight and perfect for mailings, selling at shows, and are easy to hand out as demos. They're also a great way to bond with fans while making some extra gig revenue. Our friends at Disc Makers is a place to go for your physical media, including custom vinyl manufacturing and USB drives. So here's what we got for an offer. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order to get 100 CDs and custom printed jackets, for just $149 from Disc Makers for a limited time. So check it out, discmakers.com. Uh, Jay, so <laughs> let's talk drama. Yeah. And, and drama from bands, artists, rock stars. Because it seems like, I mean, it's always been there. We were before we hit record, we were talking and laughing about how there's this freaking dramas existed even back in the 80s and Sunset Strip when Axel Rose was pissed at Brett Michaels and Nikki Six is pissed at Janie Lane and they're all pissed at somebody else. I mean, but there's been a lot of this drama coming up lately. I mean, it's no news to anybody who's been a longtime listener. You and I are both big Kiss fans. There's a band Kiss that's been surrounded by drama for nearly 50 years but you know recently we had ace fraley versus paul stanley ace fraley demanding uh. an apology or is going to air dirty laundry uh earlier last week paul stanley made a comment on his personal tweet about his personal twitter about his views on transgender and it's opened up a firestorm right um Sorry about that. Incoming right. phone call. Um, God knows Gene Simmons has opened his mouth more than a handful of times over 50 years. But we've got like Motley Crue. We've got Mick Mars going against Nikki Six. You've got Motley Crue's manager jumping into the middle of all of this. Um, and lots more. Martin, I mean, you know, even yeah, on the well, rap side, that's been part of that culture with urban hip hop where certain artists will feud with others and Sometimes it ends in violence, sometimes not, but it just seems like all of these have the same theme. And you and I were just talking about this before we hit record. 
And I think the main thing is that with all of this drama, yeah, you can get some headlines, you can get a little bit of attention, but I feel like it kind of takes away from what's important, and that is the music. Because if you're talking about somebody's views on politics or hunting or whatever it is, you're not talking about the the artistry, the artist development, the music, and that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. And you had mentioned something which I think is key, and that is that it's a cheap ploy. Sometimes you can get headlines. There are artists out there, it's and you cheap marketing tool. Cheap yeah, you mentioned a couple tool. of them that their careers are kind of dead. And and so they say shocking things in the press to get their name in the press and everybody's talking about it. And then the trolls pile in. But does that really help the career of the artist? Well, you know, and and in those specific instances, my question is always sometimes my comment is. Who's talking about your music? Who's talking about your live show? Who's talking about your tour? No, they're talking about some hot button topic that you decided to focus an interview or a social media post or whatever, nobody's paying attention to your music. And does that, is that going to move your career? Again, it's going to get you some headlines. It's going to get you a few headlines for the first week or so until the next artist comes along to jump on the, oh, I'm going to make some crazy statement and I'm going right. to get the headlines. And now you, you've, your 15 minutes is gone and somebody else is in the spotlight. Right. But again, as, and, and I'm looking at this right now as a fan, as a fan who's loved music for decades mm-hmm. and rock and roll to me is it's about good times. It's about fist in the air. It's about smiling it's about singing along yeah community um it's it's about community it's about rock and roll has always been for me an escape from the freaking drama in the real world yeah absolutely that's as a fan i go fucking crank my music when i'm tired of what's in the papers on the internet on facebook on the news you name it right. now now listen i know Many, many song lyrics are very hot button. I mean, you know, let's, I, I, I remember pointing out to some Black Sabbath fans years ago, you got to go l- read the lyrics for War Pigs. It's not about bacon. You know, it's a political right. statement. Yeah, I get it. And, and to me, I feel like that's where the artists should be expressing themselves through their music. Right. But I listen to music. I follow bands. I love rock and roll because so for many moments, it allows me to escape from the bullshit that we all are dealing with more and more and more. And I, as a fan, don't want my favorite artist to start contributing to that bullshit and that drama. Right. And it alienates the crowd. One of the reasons why you and I became Kiss fans is yeah it was an escape it was this wonderful thing that we could have that was just larger than life but then when we went to those shows it didn't matter if you were republican democrat whether you were from any country you, you exactly introvert extrovert it didn't matter if you were at that show you were part of a family and it was the same with you know jimmy buffett and his parrot heads and there's a lot of these you know even the bts army when you're 
a fan, you become part of this community. And I think what happens is when there's this divisiveness, when political things are said, when there's these arguments within the band that are airing their dirty laundry, all of these things, it destroys that unity. And I don't think that artists, for me, I don't like it when artists get overly preachy or uh, uh, either religious or political. I don't mind if they have any of those views, but your audience has varying views and varying religions and political views. That should be an all-inclusive place where we can go and enjoy the show. Yeah, it's these these comments are going to divide your fingers. And and listen, I've seen it very visibly within the Motley Crue recent Motley Crue drama. There are fans that are posting, "I'm on Team Mick Mars." F Nikki, F Motley Crue. Okay, great. Look at Motley Crue. You've now caused your fans to pick a side. Now, I'm on team Nikki. I'm on team Mick. What happened to just being team Motley? Right. Why, right. why do I have to pick team Ace Fraley, team Paul Stanley? Can't I just be team Hiss? Right. Don't freaking divide your fans because you're now going to force infighting and anger amongst your fans that again, now what, what are they not talking about? They're not talking about your music. Not They're not talking, talking about, the about what they they love about you. Mm-hmm. They're talking about how they hate this other fan because this fan likes something they don't like. Yeah. Yeah, that gets you great engagement. Listen. For a minute. For here's here's something I have told every single client for decades. When it comes to social media, you want to make a post that gets a ton of likes and hearts post a picture of your puppy dog or your kitty cat every single person's gonna go oh that's so cute love love like 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 like. you want a post that's gonna get a discussion going and sadly right or wrong you can't get those discussions going by tell us what you think about the new album they just don't take off that way but if you want to get a deep heated discussion going on social media post about religion or politics guaranteed it's going to explode but as we just said what happens it divides the fans and they're now not talking about you the artist the band the music the tour what you've done to make the fans happy now they're talking about some political or religious viewpoint that has nothing to do with your career yeah they're in your facebook page talking about it but that is accomplishing nothing for your career your marketing your promotion yeah and it goes to there are some artists that are based on their political views you know you may be like if you look at bono and you too they they've had a career which is based on certain views about their country and about religion and and that's one thing but when you're kind of known, whether you're Miley Crew, Kiss, or any of these other bands that start infighting or dividing, being divisive um, with their audience, that's not genuine. It's not who they are, and it's not healthy for anyone. And we see this a lot. These these artists that will post things, we call them flamethrowers, right? Yep. They'll post things like clickbait. 
they know it's going to light people up and it's going to divide people. And I think given the political climate in this country over the last few years, you know, I think we're all just getting fatigue of and just getting sick of all that divisiveness and infighting because it's easy to divide people. It's a little bit more difficult to uh, unite them. And I think we're more united in what we believe in than divided. I, I 100% agree. And I, I, I don't know. It's just, you know, leave, there's an old saying, leave the drama at the door. When you come to see me, just leave the drama outside. And, yeah. and in, in a general sense, I think musicians need to leave that drama at the door. You made a valid point. There are artists that are very well known for their political views. They've made that their platform and their career. That is one that's that's different than when we're talking yeah, about. That's, that's exception. They, to the rule. They, they, they have done this day after day, year after year, album after album, song after song. You get it. If you're following that artist, you know what it's about. Yeah. But the vast majority of artists, people are not following them because of their their political, political views, their 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 outspoken statements on causes. Most of us fall followed a band because of one thing. That song gave us yeah, goosebumps. the music, the show, the music, the that's image, it. all of that that's stuff. It. Well, let me ask you this, Michael, because there's two things that we're talking about here. You know, one of them, of course, is. Uh, the political or whatever you want to call it view. But the other thing that really disappoints me is just artists airing their dirty laundry. Uh, you know, I, I, it really disappoints me when I see a couple of my favorite artists threatening each other. Yeah. Um, if you don't apologize, I'm going to do this thing and you're going to be sorry. And it's like, you guys listen. One, or, or, or one artist goes out and does an interview and airs the dirty laundry about another artist in that interview. I don't know. You know, I've seen this with some of my all-time favorite bands when a member will leave and then they, they talk trash. And I just, I don't, um, look, bands are like marriages and sometimes they, they don't work out, but not in front of the kids, right? Like <laughs> exactly. It, don't do it. Don't argue in front of the kids. The fans you don't, are your you don't kids. Have to, yeah, it's like I. It really disappoints me when I read these things. It makes me feel like less for some of these artists when I see them lowering themselves to the level where they're having this public um, discussion and putting down a former band member. I mean, that's like putting down your ex-husband or ex-wife. It's like you were in love with them at one time, right? Yeah. Walk so, away. Take the high road. Take. Still do it publicly. Yeah, don't don't air that dirty laundry, because I can tell you in a couple instances of bands that I've loved that have done that. I have lost respect for band yeah. members that's that take the lead to start airing that dirty laundry. And it's just yeah. like, dude, I I don't I don't respect you anymore. And, you know, a lot of that stuff should be kept behind closed doors, yeah. private, between yeah. the two band members, between managers, between lawyers, you don't have to go make a public statement. You don't, you can, you can make your statements privately. If the other person airs dirty laundry, guess what? You don't have to stoop to their level no. and punch back. You can walk away. You can yeah. walk away. If right. you don't 
appreciate what's being said. And then you can have your lawyer send a statement, a reply, whatever it is. It, yeah, you know, yeah. political statements are one thing. The band drama and, and you know, we've been in this industry for decades. Yeah, every band is, is like a two-way, three-way, four-way, five-way or more marriage. Yeah. God knows two-way marriages can be Those very challenging. Yeah. Four-way is next to impossible. It's, I mean, how many bands still to this day have all original members not many we were just talking about this the other day u2 is a good example they have the original lineup although they are going to play a, a las vegas residency uh without a, a member but uh there was one other one i'm trying to remember what it was but there's so well, few Z, 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 zz top was one but it's one thing when you don't have the original band members because somebody actually died that's different it's that that's different than you don't have the actual band members because the lead singer and the drummer got, got in into yeah. got into a fight and hate each other and it was an ultimatum either one leaves or the other leaves and you know or the lead singer versus the lead guitar player or whatever it is that drama is there all the time i'm yeah. not saying it doesn't exist i'm not acknowledging that that you know everybody loves each other this is not the monkeys people there isn't a single band that literally lives together and everybody loves each other and gets along i mean even not the monkeys the time. didn't even the no. monkeys didn't <laughs> exactly and it's not just superstar artists i can think of three developing artists just off the top of my head that have either gone through uh, a personnel change recently um, or are about to and they're handling it so much better than the adults. You know what I mean? Like when they're being interviewed about it, even though in one instance it's contentious, but you'll never hear that in interviews. It's like, well, this person decided to go in their own separate way and we wish them nothing but success. Yeah. And we'll yep. be cheering from the sidelines, you know, that sort of thing. And that, that gives me so much more respect, especially knowing that it's not an amicable split. Um, and it could have gotten ugly. But it didn't, you know, and I think the grown-up should take a, a page from that book. And if if you're having these issues with a band member, former band member, you, you don't need to bring that out in the press. You don't need to attack that person through the press. It's only going to hurt your brand. And to be honest with you, it, it hurts your fans because I'm so disappointed in some of these, these artists. Like, it's just... I don't know if I'm going to go to the show. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, listen to that music today. Buy, buy, buy their next solo thing. album because of, yeah, I mean, you got it, it. I guess at the end of the day, and we've said this about so much other stuff in the music industry, stop and think about what it's like for your fans. Remember what it's like to be a fan. I mean, maybe you as an artist grew up being a fan of the Beatles. What did you feel when all of a sudden the drama within the Beatles camp was coming out publicly? Hated it. Did, 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 that, did that disappoint you? You know, now, yeah, I, I acknowledge it doesn't change the incredible music that's been created. But it can make that music a little less enjoyable. And to your point, it might not be the music you go to. for forgetting about drama because now all of a sudden it's like well fuck the drama's all around this band why am i listening to this now yeah it tarnishes your reputation it doesn't do what you think it's going to do which makes you look stronger 
or uh, you know appear to be in the right, it's just going to be divisive. And it goes back to that that crowd that we were talking about when we go see a show. You know, you're part of this community, and it's not about anything but your love for the band and the music and their their body of work. And when you make it about something else and make it divisive, it just tarnishes everything. Yeah. I, I, you know, speaking for me, I have never gotten into a band because I loved their political or religious views or because so-and-so hated this other band member. Not a single band that I like was I captured because of those elements. It was because of the music, the music, how it made me feel, the goosebumps it gave me, the smile it would put on my face. Um, that's what music's about. That's yeah. what rock and roll is about. And, and all this freaking drama and hot button topics has nothing to do with that. It's I mean, if, if, if it's important to you, if, if that's what you feel, isn't that what you use your songs as an outlet for you? life influences music it's always been that way we know that so why not take that anger that frustration that opinion and channel it into some music yeah yeah i agree with that and i think we have to make the distinction i'm not saying that you shouldn't be political i'm saying you shouldn't be divisive and what i mean by that is if you're all about saving the whales then by all means Use you use your voice to save the whales. If you're all you know, if you're looking to do a cause that helps people, that's one thing. But we're, I think we're talking about is when you're a flamethrower and you're being deliberately divisive um, for that effect. And then conversely, if you're putting down your former band member or threatening somebody you know in your band publicly, you know, again, it's not wrong for you to have a disagreement with somebody in your band. I believe it's wrong to use that, use this public uh, platform that you have to insult someone and keep a fight going. So it's, it's just what you do behind closed doors versus what you do when you have a public forum today and everybody's on social media, right? Yep. You got to You just, you have to think about what you're going to say, what you're going to do. What could the, the, the consequences of that be? Yeah. And, and more importantly, is that going to actually move the dial on your career at all? Or, I mean, is it a risk that it actually hurts your career? Yeah. I mean, you know, most of the time this stuff blows over within a week or two. Yeah. But, you know, there's some artists out there that took some very hard stands and, you know, it's kind of been branded on them for the rest of their lives now. That's right. Those and bands that don't play together. Uh, did anymore. you want that to happen? Is that the consequence you wanted to happen? You know, you're an artist. Shouldn't it be about the music? It's, yeah. It is about the music. As a fan, it is about the music. Amen, brother. So keep that in mind. Next time you're sitting here going, I think I'm going to make a tweet or I'm going to make a post on Facebook. I'll show him. I'll show him. I've got more followers than he does, so I'll get more comments. It's like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing here? What are you doing? Yeah. 
think about it. Um, all right. Once again, quick shout out. Thank you to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot and Bands in Town. And of course, our sponsor, DiscMakers.com. If you uh, are looking to reach our audience, reach out to us. Jay and I would love to talk with you about sponsorships as well. Sure. Um, that's it, everybody. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. Visit DiscMakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping. Up to a industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.